Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz. We are in chapter 101. How exciting is that? Oh, sorry about that. I am, um, let's turn this off. I am at uh, Florida International University's recording studio. This is where I work and we have a recording studio. And so if you hear the, the quality of sound really good, this is why. So I decided to take advantage of it when I can and record here on campus at some uh, during uh, some downtime uh, I have. So here we are, episode 101, Leadership and Greed. First and foremost, I hope you're doing well. I hope you are happy and you're staying warm at the time of recording. It is December. It is cold in most places. I always like to talk about the weather and flaunt because I live in Florida. But enough of that. Let's talk about greed. Now, <clears throat> we all know what greed is. There's no need to explain it. But what I'd like to really focus on is not necessarily greed in a sense of money, but uh, greed in a sense of uh, long-term understanding of the working relationship you want to have with your internal customers, which is your employees, and external customers, which is your traditional customers, whomever is buying goods or services from you. So a few examples that come to mind, and I'll start with the following. When I got my MBA back in the early 2000s, I remember one of the economics class, or I think I forget if it was economics or one of those, the, professors enters, the professor enters the class the first day and he tells the class, we are in business to make money. Regardless of what type of business, we are in business to make money. And that stuck with me because it's true. And I'd like to start this episode by establishing this. We are in business to make money. It's not a charity unless we are running a charity. But as long as we are in a for-profit business, we're in it for the money. However, in order for us to avoid being greedy and to cultivate better long-term relationships with our returning customers, we should really look carefully at the things that we do and ask ourselves, are we being greedy or do we have a long-term vision that includes the cultivation of good working relationships with our customers? Let me give you a couple of examples. As you know, I live in South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. There are some restaurants, I won't name names because I don't even remember, but there are some restaurants in South Beach, Miami, which is a known touristy area where it is not uncommon for them to provide okay to mediocre food, definitely okay to mediocre service because they are greedy and they simply don't care. Why don't they care? Because it's a tourist trap. The majority of their revenue comes in from tourists. They're not looking for repeat business and they don't really care necessarily about the uh, about high quality of food or high quality of service. Now, let me say this before I get some nasty grams from people uh, who own restaurant uh, at South Beach. It's not all restaurants, obviously. There are several restaurants that are just known to be tourist traps. That's not a good model, if you ask me. And I think you'd agree, because at the end of the day, I don't know a customer or a person who'd like to get screwed over. 
no one likes to leave a restaurant feeling, oh, you know, I overpaid for uh, a really minimal experience. And, uh, and so we don't want to create that type of environment in our restaurant. So what do we do? We avoid it. Now, if the majority of your customers are tourists, it's not to say that you should treat them less than. Because think about it this way. How about the same example of restaurant I gave you, a restaurant cluster of restaurants I gave you in South Beach, would have a different outlook, less greedy, not thinking about, okay, well, we want to get the money from tourists right now. We're going to overcharge for okay food. How about, okay, you can charge according to the rent that you need to charge because rent in South Beach is really high and expensive. But give them good quality food and give them a good service and, and, and actually have them come back if they ever come back to the area. And if they don't, you know what? They're going to tell their friends that they went to your restaurant and had a really good experience. And if, they friends, if their friends ever end up in the area, they will look for that restaurant. You see, when I travel, I look for recommendations. If someone knows the area, hey, where should I go? You know, can you recommend places, hotels, restaurants? Uh, restaurants or whatever uh, entertainment area that I should I should explore in that area and so this is just one example what I what I want you to take out of this episode is that in every transaction you do with your customer and and whatever it is uh, obviously inside or outside the hospitality industry if you're a customer facing or if you're selling a product if you have a small business if you are a developer uh, anything that you do Keep your customer in mind and ask yourself, okay, tell yourself, I am in business to make money, no doubt. However, where do we draw the line? Where is there an opportunity for me to actually develop, actually develop a better working relationship with my customer by, for example, providing them with a refund or a return past the due date? Let's say that you sold them a product and you have a 30-day guarantee uh, or money-back guarantee and they're at day 31. Don't, don't have that mentality of, oh, got you, day 31. Oh, out of warranty. This happened to me, I forget which, which, with which product right now. I should, I should remember because they, they did me a solid. It was just that example. That product was out of warranty um, and it was just a couple of days, maybe five days out of the one year warranty, maybe six days and Gee, I wish I'd remember because I should give them credit. But long story short, they did say, you know, your warranty expired. But since it just expired a few days ago, we're going to replace the product, uh, our product with you because we want to, uh, you're important to us. You, the customers, you, <laughs> I'm sorry, you are the customer and you are important to us. And this is something really important. Another example I can think of was with um, running shoes and actually I'll give them credit because they deserve it this is not uh, advertising but they deserve the credit uh, the company is called on cloud on cloud and they sell really good workout running shoes but the first pair I ever gotten from them uh, the sole started um, coming apart very quickly within two three months of using them and I I'm not really rough on my stuff Right, so there wasn't really a reason for that to happen, but I sent them pictures and no questions asked, they gave me 
over credit. So I think I paid $120 for the shoes. They gave me $150 in credit for OnCloud and they, they apologized and, this, and they asked me to go back on the website and choose uh, another pair that I'd like to purchase with the credit they gave me. Now you might ask, this is actually a really good example. So you might say, well, OnCloud lost money here, 150 bucks, they lost money on a sale. Well, no, they didn't because since then, my friends, I bought probably three more pairs. Uh, and now, uh, just so you know, I, I don't frivolously, did I say it right? Frivolous, uh, anyway, I, I don't freely just spend money. I just go through running shoes a lot because I exercise. And so um, they, they wear down fairly quickly uh, because of usage, right? And so point is, that they've gained a long-term customer because of that experience. Now, if they're greedy, they would just maybe shrug their shoulders and say something like, well, don't be rough on your shoes. We're very sorry. There's nothing we can do for you. This is the type of greed I'm talking about, my friends. So I invite you to identify opportunities where you can be good to your customer, not the abusive customer, right? Not the customer that keeps returning stuff or keeps complaining about what it is that you're selling, but the customer that, uh, the customer who, who you can, you know that you can really gain their trust and their loyalty by being good to them. So don't don't get stuck on the short-term earnings, right? The, the $150 that you made on the shoe. But rather long-term, what happens if I give this person a free pair of shoes, how much more money am I gonna get from him or her or them, right? So in my case, it was a few hundred bucks more because I bought several more um, pairs of shoes from them since then and I'll continue to buy from them because A, it's a good product and B, they're good to me. And when you're good to your customers, you're not greedy, your customer appreciates it. So this is the type of greed I wanted to share with you. And lastly, the word I'm stuck, oh goodness, I can't think of it. I, I think you know what I mean. Uh, ah, it escaped me. Anyway, I'm out of time. Uh, you know when the word will come to me? Uh, you probably, it's, it's a tip of your tongue too. It'll come to me at 3 a.m. tonight. I'll be like, oh, that was the word I missed on the podcast. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, my friends. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 101. Next week, we are going to talk about authenticity versus fake. That's going to be an interesting episode. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of the week. And I look forward to our next episode next week. <music>